our psychologists say that whatever you think affects the way you feel and whatever you feel affects the way you behave and um, that also affects the way then you relate with yourself and the rest of the community surrounding you. My name is Purity and, and you're welcome to Sitam Church Online. In our conversation today, we'll just be considering a very interesting uh, topic, the power of thoughts, you know, uh, the key to having a joyful heart. It depends on the kind of thoughts that you have. And you know, whatever thoughts you have is dependent on what you feed your mind with. In the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, the, uh, the, the word of God reminds us that we need to renew our mind, renew our thinking daily by feeding on the right things. And uh, small wonder the Bible talks about doing it daily because it is a daily affair. It is a daily walk with God that you need to keep on working on your mind because then whatever you feed your mind with really determines the kind of uh, life you live, the kind of quality of life that you live as an individual and as a believer and as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. In today's conversation, we'll just consider a portion of scripture from the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Now, the book of Philippians is entirely, um, most of the conversation is about what we think, um, what we, our, the, the, our thought processes and how they translate to having a joyful life you discover that uh, Paul is writing so much about thinking and, and admonishing the church in Philippi to consider the kind of thought processes that they have as the children of God because then it will really determine their trajectory and their growth and their maturity as disciples of Jesus. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, of course, in the beginning of that a, a, a portion of a chapter of this, the Bible, of, of uh, the scripture of Philippians, the word of God is talking about uh, the, uh, not being anxious, not being uh, worried, just committing everything to God. But now in verse 8, uh, Paul says, finally, brothers and sisters, finally, and I, I think he had talked about all these things, now he was making a conclusion. This is just a summary of what the conversation that he has been having in the previous verses and chapters of this book, uh, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Why would uh, God speak to us through his servant, through his word, to consider what we think um, even as we walk along the journey of faith and the journey of life. Because God is very concerned and is very intentional and he, he, he desires that we live victorious, we live joyful lives, we live um, a life as believers that one is pleasing to him but also victorious. You know, because once we have a healthy thought life, then we will have a victorious Christian life. You know, you may not be able to change your heart because the heart is elusive. The Bible talks about it, that the heart of a man is desperately wicked. Only God can redeem it. 
but you can tra get transformed in your thought processes because of the things that you consume. You know, when you look at the portion of scripture that we have just read, the word of God admonishes us that we need to think about things that are noble, things that are true, things that are right, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are admirable, things that are excellent, things that are praiseworthy. Now, if you find yourself, you need to always measure your thought processes against this portion of scripture. You need to measure what you consume against this because you need to ask yourself again and again, is what I'm thinking true? Is what I'm thinking noble? Is what I'm feeding on and feeding my mind with right? Is what I'm feeding my mind with pure? Is it pure? Is, does it have the purity of God? Whatever I'm feeding my mind with or I'm thinking, is it lovely? Is it admirable? If your thought processes or your thoughts were picked out of your brain and displayed for the world to see, are they admirable? Are you thinking about things that are admirable? Are they excellent? Are they praiseworthy? Now, the next time you, you find yourself depressed, feeling hopeless, feeling dejected, feeling down, feeling suicidal, very disappointed with life, you need to, to measure your thoughts. You need to go back to the recesses of your thoughts and find out whether what you have been thinking, whether it is in the past one week, past one year, past the very many years that you have been alive. You know, you need to ask, you need to reflect. I think this is a moment of reflection. If you're watching this conversation at this point in time, it is a time to pause. It is a time to take stock of your thought processes because your thoughts are the ones that produce hatred. Your thoughts, whatever you think about, even about yourself, about things, about situations, about people, about your family, about your circumstances, is what produces hatred, is what produces um, strife, is what makes people want to murder is what makes people feel like they do not want to continue with life. My invitation to you, if you want to live a quality, victorious Christian life, take a stock of your thought processes. This season is a very good season to take stock of your thought processes. Because if you have been suffering from a low self-esteem, if you have been thinking that people do not love you, if you have been considering and telling yourself that you are not useful, it all depends on what you have been thinking in your brain. Because we began by saying that whatever your brain processes is having right now, whatever you're thinking produces feelings, and those feelings produces your actions, and rather it becomes your behavior and your behavior patterns. So would you want to replace those negative thoughts, impure thoughts, demeaning thoughts with things that are pure, honorable, 
I mean, would you want to consider yourself as the word of God considers you? Would you want to feed your mind daily, renew your mind daily with what God says about you and what God says about your circumstances and about your situations? Within no time, you discover that your life becomes more uh, productive, you live a fruitful life, you live a victorious life because of the kind of things that you're feeding your mind with. So if you're watching this video, I want to give you an assignment. Go take stock of your life, uh, I mean your thought processes. Be them a daily um, thoughts, be them weekly, monthly, yearly, just take a stock. Replace every negative thought process with the kind of things we have spoken about. Whatever is pure, whatever is trustworthy, whatever is excellent, whatever is of good report. Feed your mind and think about these things. Then the glory of the Lord will be reflected in you and through you to the world, to the glory and honor of his name. Have you been suffering rejection, depression, hateful feelings, I want to pray for you at this particular point in time. Whatever you have been faced, experiencing as a person, just because as a result of your thought processes, I want to pray for you that God will help you, will redeem you, will set you free, so that you'll be able to live a victorious uh, Christian life. Shall we pray together? Lord, you are a good God, and you're faithful to the end of age. Thank you for your word that we have just shared with my viewer this moment in time. I pray for somebody that could be suffering rejection, suicidal thoughts, hopelessness, helplessness, feelings of giving up because of their thought processes. How I pray that you deliver them, you redeem them, help them to live a victorious life through considering things that are true, things that are noble, things that are trustworthy, things that are excellent, even according to your word, to the glory and honor of your name. Thank you, Lord, because your people will live a better, more quality life, even as we follow you and do your bidding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, it is very impossible for you to live such kind of a life if you have not surrendered your life to Jesus. I want to pray for somebody that would want to receive Jesus because he's the only one who can help you. You remember we said that you may not be able to change your heart because that is the domain of Christ and his power and the resurrected power of the Savior. That is the, he's the only one who has the power to change the heart. I want to pray for you to receive Jesus. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for loving me. I pray this moment that you forgive my sin and write my name in the book of life. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your love. I surrender my life to you. And from today, help me to walk according to your commandments. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to announce to you that if you make that prayer believing in your heart that you're now a child of God, your name is written in the book of life and it has been taken out from the book of destruction and the book of death, eternal death. Welcome to the family of faith, the family of God. Thank you for watching Sitam Church Online. It's such a joy to break the bread of life and to hear God together 
even as we consume his promises and we hear what he's talking and telling us day after day to the glory and honor of his name. My name is Purity. You can continue with this conversation at the comment section. Let us know how we can continue praying for you. Let us know what God is doing in your life. We believe that God is performing miracles because he, not, he doesn't send his word out in vain. He is already at work. And that's why you could be able to come and watch this video. Thank you for watching. God bless you. Thank you.